Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the wind down tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 Cody's hair isn't real. It's all fake. Why would you tell everybody <laughs> I, the truth about that? Yeah. Well, now we can't can't take it back. Cody's unbelievable. Uh, we're here to speak I'm, truth I'm to a, power. I, I'm a Cody's wake, beard truther. <laughs> I wake up four hours earlier than I should every day to make it look like I have a luscious beard, and you've gone and ruined it. Mm-hmm. Is ruined that why it's impossible to reach you before noon? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I, I wake up, hours. I wake up four <laughs> hours before I'm supposed to at noon. Apply the beard and then I fall back asleep. Hey, uh, follow up question, <laughs> Robert. Same question. Oh, I just wake up at like noon thirty every day. <laughs> totally unrelated to, to facial yeah, hair. I, there's yeah. there's no excuse for it. I even go to bed at ten some nights. Fuck it. Uh, um, so this is the worst year ever. Mm. That was not an introduction for the show. I was just remembering. What a trash mm. year it is. What year it is, yeah. Um, we had a couple. We have a, a great what interview. It's been, yeah. Yeah. We have a great interview with the some of the members of the Tenacious Unicorn uh, Alpaca Ranch and Trans Haven uh, in southern Colorado coming up, talking about their fighting with, well, not thankfully not yet fighting, but their conflict with a bunch of local chuds and uh, the community support that they've received. All right. Let's talk about an alpaca ranch now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the worst year ever. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Y'all want to introduce yourselves first? Um, let us know kind of how you'd, how you'd prefer to be uh, referred to. Sure. Um, <clears throat> go ahead. Uh, I'm Bonnie, second in command here. <laughs> I'm Jay. Uh, I give a she, they. I'm the permaculturalist. And I'm Penny. Um, I just kind of run this shit show. Uh, I use she, her. Awesome. Um, well, so y'all are, uh, running an alpaca ranch slash commune in Southern Colorado. Would that be a good way to kind of describe it in broad strokes? Yeah. Um, I mean, it is a commune. So yeah, totally. We, we call it a trans haven, but yeah, the, the alpaca are really the important part. (laughs) Could you walk us through kind of how things got started and what the, um, what the original vision was? Um, it was about two years into Trump's presidency and I, uh, looking around at just kind of the tatters that was the trans community after fighting, uh, to not lose, um, the ground that we were losing. Um, I just wanted kind of to like, A, I wanted to get away. And so we threw, threw some ideas around about how we could just kind of like escape, um capitalism and kind of the world um and eventually like a plot of land became available to rent in livermore colorado and um and and, and so we started there and it grew from there and what what is kind of the current like when you say a haven what do you mean by a haven um it's a place for trans people to come um shut the gate and block out the cis world 
uh, to be safe and respected and thrive. Like um, it is what we strive to do is create an environment in which trans people can just be fucking normal people. I don't know, you know. And uh, that's a a wonderful goal. Um, And I think, unfortunately, I'm going to guess the Internet had something to do with this. Um, The Chuds became aware of y'all and what you were doing. Yeah, I mean, we're uh, we're definitely not quiet. Um, And, you know, we all have, uh, you know, we all voice our opinions on Twitter. And I think that's probably where they found us to begin with was Twitter. Um, and that's branched out to everywhere. Um, you know, the, the typical list of fucking websites that just say horrible things about trans people. And then, mm-hmm. um, and, and then over the course of the last uh, year, that's actually just kind of elevated into uh, real life here in rural Colorado, <laughs> weirdly enough. Like they were always, um, I think that some of the more prominent websites were always like a little bit more leery of actually translating that to real world anything. Um, and we turned a corner this year. And um, this kind of harassment campaign, could you um, could you just sort of walk us through when you first became aware that you you had become something of a fixation um, for your local? I mean, for for starters, we should I should open this by noting that Southern Colorado is a stronghold of the militia community. There are a lot of right wing militia types out in that part of the country. Um and they are are some ornery folks. So I'm curious, like how you came be aware, became aware that you had you had hit their radar. So um, what really kicked it off? Like I can lock down a date. It was uh, <laughs> July 4th, 2019. Uh, they uh, so the the town or 2020. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, 2020. I can't lock down a date apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the town had actually canceled their Fourth of July parade. And so a, a, a group of citizens, a, a gathering of citizens decided that the right thing to do was to hold a protest rally, um, an armed protest rally on the 4th of July and dress it up like a 4th of July parade. Um, Incredible. And then, yeah, and then pretend like that was like normal and not fashy at all. And so when we stumbled into it, like we'd gotten kind of a heads up and we were like, okay, like as queer people, we're going to avoid this unfortunate event. Yeah. Um, and so we we ducked into town early to get coffee, but happened to just hit it because we heard protests and we were yeah, like, well, so, this is going to be an evening thing. Yeah, man, afternoon maybe, but uh, it, it, they apparently decided to just completely replace the parade with this event. So we rolled into town thinking we were going to get there too early for the protests. And all of a sudden we're in the middle of this, uh, ridiculous, uh, parade. Yeah. And there was, uh, in the lead of the parade, there was a three percenter flag and a Confederate flag and that, and armed white people, you know, like that, that was the startling beginning to the parade. (laughs) Um, and so we, you know, we just kind of ducked out of town as quick as we could. And then we went back um, and obviously like, you know, we went to our social media and we're just like, wow, like Nazis on parade in Westcliff, you know, yeah. like heads up everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and from those couple of tweets, 
grew a hatred that has <laughs> never fucking ended. We've, we've never let them think that, you know, we we have changed our mind in any way, yeah, of course. So we've never apologized. <laughs> and I, I'd like to just we, go we, on record we, saying, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've never walked any of our stuff back. We, we tried to be a little more cordial to try to actually have conversations with some of the more reasonable people. But like it's we've never stopped saying that their their bullshit is Nazi shit. Yeah, but they got and really that you. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Just, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was uh but that's where like that was literally where it started. Um mm -hmm. and then it, right then it was very online focused and them trying to uh isolate us as like outsiders from the community and stuff like that. Um whereas we're not, you know, like individualistic, like we're we're fucking, you know, we're anarchists, so we're all about building community. So like we're in the community a lot, so it's really hard to like yeah, to we, pretend that we're like some weird element that's outside of the community. Yeah, we, we started picking up uh, doing handiwork, so we are directly involved with a lot of individuals within the, the community. And uh, these people, uh, you know, the, the opposition, you could say, is uh, very uh, intent on uh, that their ideology is the one uh, consistent uh, thing throughout the entire county. But uh, th this county is diverse. Yeah, Th there's people of all different kinds of walks uh, and backgrounds, and and they're all mixed here. They all have different opinions about stuff, and that's great. And I love it. And I love meeting people who don't think like me, who are willing to talk and listen to me. Yeah, and they and but that's not the Custer County that they 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 want to yeah. put forward or that they want it to be. Honestly, that they want it to be. I guess. And what is like when you when you're talking about kind of the ideology that you gleaned these people had from their march, what is it that you saw on display that day? It, it was I mean, Trumpism is definitely part is a huge part of that uh, QAnon Christian white nationalism. Yeah, Christian yeah. white nationalism. Um, the. the the, the the code of the militia like you know especially like the the i i don't know like anything three per se is just so some of it and that's you know like it was blatantly on display so when did this kind of go from what started out as sort of an online beef to something that was happening on the ground around you like it kind of intersecting with your actual um with your lives and and the place where you lived so we've been getting um, an increasing amount of warnings over the last like three months um, and had just been kind of um, kind of paying closer attention and kind of beefing up our security here on the ranch um, or trying to like we're, we're ranchers like beefing up security on a 40 acre lot with 180 <laughs> fucking animals like it's difficult to do that we were just kind of walking more patrols. Um, and then we started noticing that we were getting followed. Um, we were getting tagged in town and coming off of our road. And then we got a, a, a bevy of dire warnings from townspeople who li like us. Um, that shit was really, really going to like the harassment campaign was going to start. Um, and literally, so that night, um, we, we had somebody from out of town that volunteered to help us with security. Um, he came in, was 
uh, was aggressively followed down our road to the point of they tried to, it was an 80 mile per hour chase down our dirt road. Um, and he had to like draw a gun to get them to back off. Then he came onto our property uh, to help us secure it. And we caught multiple people armed on the property that night. Um, and that was two weeks ago now. And we've been, uh, we've been at that level of harassment since then. Could you tell me how you responded to, um, to finding them on your property that first time? So uh, he, he commanded them to uh, turn around and walk off our property. And if they turned back towards him, they were going to die. Um, and, that, and they ran and left a, pail of tra <laughs> a trail of piss down my fucking driveway, threw their rifles and jumped our fucking gate. Um, and oh. that was that was the engagement. Old Earl uh, threw his gun so hard. It, uh, it was described as being uh, about halfway across the road from our fence line. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're, we're dealing with uh, well entitled people who have no training or understanding of what they're really doing, uh, trying that, to that, intimidate people at least so far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, our our uh, our main concern is if they actually find someone competent who's willing to attack an alpaca ranch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely it, it was it was shocking. Look, it, it's shocking. I don't care how inept or like they were shocked in the moment that somebody like confronted them in an aggressive manner, and and they took off uh, and they took off readily because I don't they they thought we were a soft target. Like they mm -hmm. thought we didn't have community back. Yeah, um, and they thought you wouldn't point a gun at them you know yeah, yeah. yeah. i i really feel that that I, I yeah i really feel that they thought we were going to lay down the the threat was they were going to burn us out like that was the threat that uh that, that showed up across many many boards was that they were going to burn our house down uh to get us out of the county and take our guns um and that was you know uh they met more opposition than they thought they were going to meet, you know, like that's just. And I mean, a lot that their reaction says a number of things to me, chief among it, that they entered that situation without having an exit plan, which makes me. Yeah. What, what, what you said, they did not expect any kind of resistance. Otherwise, they would have had a plan for getting out other than throwing their weapons over a fence. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I hope uh, Earl hears this, by the way. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm coming, Earl. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things, you know, I um I think about this with our local chuds up here in the Northwest, where they do a lot of silly, stupid shit that kind of reinforces the fact that they aren't they aren't nearly as hard or as prepared as they want to be. But also every encounter like this, there's a chance some of them will at least learn from it, learn, OK, we need an exit plan next to him. OK, we need yeah. to be prepared for yeah. resistance. It's the same thing. You see a lot of them run away when they get maced. But then the next time they get maced, maybe they don't run away or they, they come with a mask or something like it is this process of that's not going to be the case for all of them. But some of them will get smarter and harder as a result of some of this. And I guess um, the good news is that so will y'all, although that's I don't know, calling it good news seems a little bit odd. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that's what we're actually finding is they're getting um, ever since that first encounter, they're, they're getting more. Um, 
forming themselves more and they're taking it slower and they're coming up with plans. Lots of observation. Lots of, yeah, lots of overwatch, lots of checking us and probing as opposed to boldly stepping onto the property, which I, I don't know what's better. It, you know what I mean? Like, I, I certainly haven't slept for 24 <laughs> hours now. I've been on guard, like, um, like not to say we've had a huge outpouring of support. We just happen to have two days here where we don't, uh, have anybody else to guard. So, you know, like me and Jay, you know, we're also running a full-time ramp. So me and Jay stay up and guard at night and then, uh, everybody else has to do like all the chores and get the food and everything else like during the day. So it's, it really, you know, like they're, they're learning and that's, that's the terrifying half of it, you know? And what would you go into detail a bit more about the kind of support you've seen from the community once you you sort of started talking more openly about what you were facing? Oh my God, yeah. I it I like I, the only thing that I can say is like we were humbled in such a way that like I like definitely I'm a crier, but like I was definitely crying. Like people have shown up um, from day one. The uh, our our now head of kind of security out here showed up kind of blind he just heard that we were in trouble and he showed up from from two and a half hours three hours away and um from then forward we have had a contingent of uh people um doing just community support like showing up here armed in plate willing to risk their lives for us like i literally willing to list risk their lives for us um every, every day they show up and do this um and there is no there is no thank you big enough for something like that i mean and and then also like our gofundme is blowing up which is going to allow us to put up fence and cameras and and really protect ourselves long term because that's this isn't going away this month you know yeah. um the community support has been everything everything um and it's not shocking you know like we know all these lovely people um but it is deeply humbling yeah i i think one of the things that's been most impressive to me is kind of watching this very organic apparatus with kind of this organic boutique manufacturing apparatus fire up uh to support y'all a lot of stuff that kind of got its start during the um the protests last year but groups like earthside manufacturing i know has is sending you some rifle plates which are they're making like rifle uh, resistant plates in in just this guy's um this guy's workshop and Conquest of Thread is putting together plate carriers and I believe IFAX um, individual first aid kits and it's been really interesting to see this this kind of budding infrastructure of of resistance that's based around kind of small scale manufacturing um but uh, uh, like uh, of of necessary defensive tools that's been really interesting to watch happen because i think this is kind of it started a lot of that stuff again started during the the uprisings the protests last year but it's really starting to um come into its own now and it, this is the first time i've really watched it kind of swivel um to meet a challenge yeah it gives us hope in like really defeating fascism i i mean in really defeating uh what has become like uh th these overwhelming odds right like it's like really just people helping people with the skills that they have and uh it, it yeah it snapped into place immediately we put out the call um for armor and it was like answered immediately by 
people who know what they're doing and they just sent it to us. Like it wasn't, there wasn't questions. There wasn't, you know, um, it, it was amazing. Right. Like, yeah. I don't think uh, I'm gonna... <clears throat> we, we've gotten all kinds of supplies as well. Uh, we've been sent cameras, uh, like really nice ones. Uh, we're getting solar panels now too, as well. Uh, we're it, it, the... people drove from out of state to do drops for us of medical supplies, uh, um uh, other other perishable <laughs> goods yeah um and uh i don't i don't know if we're allowed to say ammo but <laughs> like um and all kinds of just amazing things uh people have uh yeah i i, I agree with what you're saying like we've got this down like it's a real world example of where mutual aid is truly revolutionary yeah yeah and it's it's so interesting to me to watch this happen in part because one of the things that's had me I don't know, to to steal a term from their side, a little blackpilled was becoming increasingly aware from about 2015 on of how large and well-equipped the militia movement and generally the right-wing insurgent movements were, how organized they were, how many guys there were out there with, with comm setups, um, with, with armor and heavy weapons and even armored vehicles, um, seeing some of that in, in the Pacific Northwest and realizing that, especially after the 6th, right, you know, um, for, yeah. for uh, that... Okay, the state will not take the necessary steps to deal with this, and I think the only thing that that will deal with this effectively is these guys knowing that they're not they're not unopposed, right? Because that's kind of what all of their all of their operation plans are predicated on is the idea that we're the only ones prepared. Yeah, yeah. I I think that you're hitting the nail on the head there, right? Is like that's why. You know, like we we had a really long talk on the ranch of are we going to make this public? Are we going to like there was never a talk of like, are we going to give in? Oh, but no. it was like, how <laughs> public are we going to be with this? What are we going to frame this? Like, you know, just it, it, took, it took us a fucking month to move out here. I'm not moving again. <laughs> yeah, <we're> like, yeah. <laughs> um, there was no chance they were going to get us off of this this land. But like, um. But, you know, it, it was like we decided like, no, like they, they're wrong. Like they're wrong. They keep saying that they are the power that they have. Like we've been preparing for bra, bra, bra. Uh, but the reality is, you know what? Like they're just fucking people like we are. And when people stand together as opposed to individual individualistically, you, it's stronger. It just fucking is. And we put a lot of faith in that idea because we live it every day <laughs> and so we could like we were prepared to put a lot of faith in that idea it is the thesis behind what we do out here right mm -hmm. and so it did not uh we weren't we weren't startled by the fact that um the community stepped up we were just startled about how amazingly the community stepped up um and how just yeah. fucking wrong chuds really are about their infinite power myth yeah and there's silent majority or yeah, yeah silent the majority. silent majority myth is a big one. And I, I think it, you know, the the advantage, the advantage they have is that a lot of them have been preparing because most of them tend to have a, come from a position of more financial privilege. Um, yeah. They've been able to afford to prepare. The disadvantage they have is that their preparation is, is generally quite selfish. And you see that in the way they act on the street as well. They're they're preparing not as much to actually be ready for disaster but preparing 
because they think the stuff is cool and because it's um it's about collecting you know neat things to them and you you see that in like that story of that um that survivalist compound in Texas that didn't have a non-electric can opener when the power <laughs> um however true that is i've known a couple of people who were that kind of quote unquote survivalist um and i think Again, one of the things we saw in Portland last year, especially when we had that big Trump caravan where 3,000 vehicles drove through and they were macing and shooting people with paintball guns and assaulting people, is they, um, they're they very scary when they're not kind of opposed in any sort of organized way. And I think that's what they're betting on. And I think our best chance to actually avoid violence um, is for is shows of community support like this is not just like oh we're we're going to donate money or we're going to get angry on twitter but like no people are going to like make defensive equipment um and send cameras and and raise money for and, and like and come over and volunteer time um and that kind of makes the point to these guys um not only like are you not the only ones who have preparations for this kind of stuff but you're you're outnumbered um yeah. Yeah, you're selfish about it. And yeah. we're over here building community while you're stroking your own individual ego. And racism. And yeah. racism. Like, yeah, you're preparing to shoot minorities while we're actually, like, preparing communities that involve everybody on every level. Like, it's it's Thank different. You. And fucking, you're about to learn why. Like, yeah. yeah, I... Uh... I don't know, I think it, I I think it's rad as hell not that you guys are being um you know harassed and uh <laughs> threatened with assault but that the community has rallied to um to protect y'all. Um I think that's yeah. that's yeah. been very inspiring to watch because when the story first kind of bubbled up into my media feed, you know a couple of people messaged me saying uh these folks are you know being harassed and threatened and could you please highlight some stuff and I was like, "Oh god, this is going to be one of those situations where like the, the just nothing is done and a bunch of chuds are allowed to harass and maybe even physically harm people and that does not appear to be the case and i'm i'm very happy to see that kind of a wide variety of people have rallied to 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 y'all's defense yeah. um and to it's, enable your own self-defense yeah it's beautiful it's a beautiful story of yeah of mutual aid of, of community uh rising to the occasion but also i mean you started this off by telling us you wanted to create a home, a place where you're accepted and, you know, can live a normal life. And while this isn't normal, what's happening right now, it feels like what you're describing is that you have succeeded in this, you know, within yourself, but also within the community. And I think that's really, really beautiful. And for how dark this story is, there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of there's a lot of of very positive takeaways. Yeah, we couldn't feel more protected uh, yeah. in these moments of of you know obvious like security risk and danger. Um, the community has really, really covered us with their hands, and you know, just made it real. You know what I mean? Like we all, it's what we all want. It's what we're all kind of here for and pushing for, and to see it coalesce like this is. I mean, it's, it's validating, you know what I mean? Like it, it's validating on so many levels um, and like makes us want to push forward with our mission, like far from being beaten and downtrodden. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, like we're, we're, we're only going to get fucking louder. Like, and it means you're doing something right. 
Yeah. Pissing yeah, the right fucking you're, people off. Yeah. I, yeah, and they're really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we expect the chuds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to not like this. And so, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Cody, Katie, you got any any more to ask or kind of get no, into here? I appreciate you coming yeah. on and talking about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, yeah, just I think uh, it's an inspirational thing for people to hear about and uh, know that in in these kinds of situations that um, you know, uh, you're right <laughs> and they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's nice. And the people yeah. community has your back. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this year, goddamn this year. And, and you're right. A lot of Robert pointed out correctly that a lot of this, a lot of organizing, uh, occurred during the past year, especially during the uprising, the the protest movements. And I'm just, I'm so proud of everybody. I mean, not everybody, <laughs> but for yeah. so yeah, many not, of definitely us, not everybody, not everybody. <laughs> So many people have uh, learned uh, viscerally how the government can't be relied upon, and how that yeah. we need how we need to look out for each other. And I see it in my community. I love hearing it yeah. about how this has affected your community, yeah. and it's something that I know we will take with us moving forward. I've been thinking a lot about that. Like, what will yes. I take from this yeah. time going forward? And this is this is one of the big ones. You know, well, and you don't need to call it like I think a big one for us was like holding that line of like, you know, everybody like we get like 20 comments a day. Like, why didn't you call the police? Is the mm-hmm. FBI involved? Yeah. And we're just like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know, <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, and so like validation on that end, too, of like, you know, you can just stand stand by your principles and like you don't have to compromise them like. The cops are going to make shit worse. Like, just deal with it. Like, mm-hmm. don't tell queer people to call the police. Like, I don't know. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, and, there's and a decent chance. Having that some validated the... yeah. community support. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I and mean, for me, this is also like building these relationships and building these connections and mutual aid programs. This is how we fight through all the crises heading our way, whether it's climate change or eco fascism or government repression all of these things like we have the community to deal with those things and that's how we get through that stuff so yeah 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 it's beautiful well thank you again for for sharing this with us yeah yeah thank you for having us yeah no this has been wonderful yeah quick quick question one of y'all posted a picture of a um of a of a bolt action rifle i think earlier today was that like a 338 or a 6.5 i couldn't really identify 300 win mag 300 win mag got thank you what was the what was the model on that that's a ruger precision rifle i liked that yeah I just was curious about your rifle. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, it's, it's over four yeah. feet long. Everyone, every guard who's been up here has just been like, damn. Yeah, I love the muzzle on that. Yeah, it's it's quite nice. Um, I've been into 308, getting really into the AR-10 lately and and kind of dialing in scopes on that. But I'm I'm looking at going for it, it moving up to either like 6.5 or 300 win mag or, or Lapua. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do next, but I, I like those. I like those big ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, La, Lapua is hard to find. Uh, yeah. As I found everything. I, I couldn't, I couldn't even source uh, a, a Ruger precision in Lapua. So I, I figured uh 300 win mags enough. That'll, that'll fuck up an engine. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Well, oh, I have one last question. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the the status of your GoFundMe? You, it's still going, right? So it's, people should still, still go going. check it out. Now we are yes. incredibly close to the goal, uh, which is just fucking amazing. We're it's actually like, I yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll uh, you can read on there what like the plans of expanding too. Like we're actually going to get into an Earth ship this year. Um, and really, really like turn that corner into full sustainability. Yes. Um, and it's, uh, we couldn't be like more absolutely just on our ass about how amazing the community has been with, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. filling that GoFundMe. Like it's been yeah, incredible. The, these assholes wanted us to move out and instead we're expanding. We're yes. Ahead, we're That's expanding. A success. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> rad. Well, I, uh, we have the GoFundMe up on our uh, Twitter account. It should still be up there. Probably bump it again. So uh, hopefully we can help tip you guys towards oh, awesome. finishing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, thank you. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, Elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Everything's so dumb, 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 dumb. All right, that does it for us today at Worst Year Ever. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, um, yeah. Check out the GoFundMe. Uh, check us out online Come at on. Worst Year Pod on Instagram and Twitter. All the things. Yeah, check out that podcast, the Amazon, too. That's uh, right. And I don't know. Check out uh, your how you're doing. Yeah, and then how, yeah, how are, and then check you stuff. out. Check yeah. your look, because you're you're good. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Katie always manages to straddle that fine line between complimenting and sexually harassing, <laughs> which I do regularly. Um, so she's got to be just. I'm subtle with it. Great. I tried. Yes. Daniel? Lovely.
Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I gotta change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.